Hey everybody, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing Welcome good. to another edition of Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts. Bob and Linda Lodic. Roberto y Linda. How do you say it in Spanish? Yeah, Linda. Linda. Mm-hmm. That's Bonita, right? <laughs> right? Isn't that si, what it means? Si. Si. <sighs> Move into the uh, Spanish version. So, oh, fun fact. We, uh, not too long ago, signed a, um, a deal with a Brazilian publisher. So they're going to be publishing our book, Simple Money, Rich Life, in Portuguese, mm-hmm. right? Yes. In Brazil. Yeah. Which is one of the biggest countries in the world, which is great. That's exciting. Yeah. So I had a that, friend from Brazil back when I was working at the hospital. This was when I was a teenager. Her name was Giselle. Okay. Mm-hmm. She we taught also, me a little bit of Portuguese. It was really fun. We she also signed, awesome. um, the book's going to be in Korean as well. That's Did crazy. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Thanks. Yes, we got an email about that. There was, like, when we first oh, yeah. wrote it, uh, there were some Chinese rights that were sold. I haven't heard anything. I need to talk to our publisher about that. But anyway, that's cool. Seeing the Love book it. get in some other languages. Yeah. Um, if you were here hanging out with us live, why don't you say hi in the chat? Yeah. Uh, Thanks for being here. And if way. you ever want to come, you know, kind of sit mm-hmm. in live when we record these, uh, we record these on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Central. Yep. So you're welcome to go over our Seed Time Money YouTube channel. And um, come hang out with us as we do these. Mm-hmm. So with all that, today what we're talking about is something that uh, is a little bit, I, I guess I say controversial. <laughs> and the reason it's, <laughs> it's controversial is because I'm taking a um, maybe a different stance on it. Mm. So basically, I've been getting emails from a lot of you uh, about this Transact card. Um, if you don't know what it is, that's fine. I'll explain all this stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to explain it. I've been getting, I mean, a lot of emails, like probably more than, because people email me all the time asking me about, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. But it's not very often that I just get a whole lot about one thing in a short period of time. So this is one of those things that's coming up. Everybody's asking me about this Transact Rewards debit card. And basically, it is a uh, debit card that provides what appear to be really significant rewards. So whereas like a credit card cashback right. reward might be 1% or something like they are claiming that you get a basically a hundred percent rebate. It's kind of the way it's coming across. I don't know if that's exactly what they're saying, but, but so yeah, it's a one-to-one, like you spend a dollar, you get a point or whatever. You get a dollar, a Z buck as they call them Z- and <laughs> the Z buck, which that's not the only reason that I don't like it, but it's not the best name. I think they could have Is done that a little bit better. Like shroot bucks. A little bit. It's just like the shroot bucks. It's like okay, uh, but anyway. So um, so anyway. So yeah, yeah. You spend a dollar, and then you get a dollar or a Z buck, which they say is equivalent to one U.S. dollar, and that's part of that's one of the things I have a beef with. But uh, but anyway, all that to say. Uh, okay, so it's a debit card, though. It's a debit card. So and we, so the idea. What people are liking is they're liking that it is a debit card that you can get a reward back for, not a credit card that you get a reward, right? Am I understanding that properly? Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of the reason so many people are attracted to it is because we're all frustrated by the banking system. We're all frustrated sure. that they're making so much money off of us and not giving us much. And now finally, mm-hmm. interest rates are going back up a little bit at some banks, but not all. Right. Uh and and so this, from what I understand, helps us move more of our accounts into smaller banks mm-hmm. across the country rather than just being at the big banks and to be able to get better rewards and being better compensated for um, them being able to use our money. So all of that sounds great in theory. And I love 
what they are doing in theory, okay? But the problem is that the reality is I just don't expect it. Based on how it's set up, I don't expect this to last. Mm. And, and uh, you know, and that's not that big of a deal, probably, you know? Like, if you have to switch bank accounts, but it's also not super simple. And, like, uh, yeah. anyway, so that's why I'm not signing up. But I'll get into all the different reasons why. Because there's really four red flags that I have identified that I'm like, that's a red flag, that's a red flag, that's a red flag, and well, that's a red flag. One of the things that you told me is that it's becoming really popular in the Christian circle. Yeah, yeah, that's what which I keep hearing about. Is interesting, but I think what I was, what we were talking about earlier is, okay, I am the type of person that will be like, well, this looks like a great opportunity, and then I present it to Bob, and he's like, well, have you thought about this, 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 or this? And Bob is really good at looking at things very objectively. And so I was saying to you, I'm like, I think it would be really helpful if you could just walk us all through, including me, how you're thinking about this and why you're making the decisions that you're making. Because, um, like, it's real easy for you to come on here and be like, I don't like this. But that really doesn't add much value to us unless we can understand why. why. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and so we, we actually talked about this in another podcast not too long ago, but Real quick, brief high level of what you're talking about is whenever I'm evaluating anything, I always try to uh, go through the eyes of a critic or a skeptic and I I play the counterpoints because you Mm. can read the sales material, you can read what everyone's saying and just listen to that. And it's like, oh, yeah, of course, this is going to be awesome. But if you actually take the time to ask the question, like try to pick it apart, try to understand, like mm-hmm. especially with investing. I talk about this all the time to our investing students, like do not make any investment until you have tried to tear down your idea so that you <laughs> understand how you can lose money. You mm-hmm. understand the risk that's there, okay? So yes, get excited about all the big opportunities and where it could go, but you need to understand the risk, what's at stake. And honestly, I think this is something you do to me when you're like, I'm thinking about buying this stock or, I'm th- or honestly, anything you're thinking about buying really yeah you're like i so if this happens then i'll just do this and you know worst case scenario this you know and and i feel like you walk walk through those things to where you're like the upside just or the potential feels better than the downsides but the downsides are still there they're always there in your mind of like okay this actually could not work out as great as i'm thinking yeah yeah and which is just helpful i think yeah, I mean, I try to. I try to do that as best as I can. And that's, sure. that's part of what this is coming out of. And, and I do want to say real quick, before we get into these four red flags, like I have friends who are using this program uh, and who are really excited about it. And, and are so, recommending it. Yeah. And so like I, I for me, I, I've just kind of decided I'm not going to get involved. I'm going to stand on the sidelines and watch and see what happens. And if a year from now it's crushing and everything's going great and, and like a lot of my concerns have dwindled or mm. disappeared or been proven not to be true or whatever, then great. Then, you know, I might sign up. But at this point, um, because of the four reasons we're about to get to, and which we'll get to them, uh, that's why I'm not getting involved in this, you know? So, yeah. all right, let's get to the first one, okay? Uh the first one is that they talk a lot more about making money with the thing than the actual product. And this is something uh, I don't want to dog MLMs as a whole. Mm. Uh, I have been, I've never actually sold an MLM, but I've been part I of. I did. I sold Stella and Dot, remember? Um, yeah. 
But anyway, like one of the problems with a lot of MLMs is sometimes they will have a really good product, but they spend all of their time focusing on how you can get rich selling the product to referring people to it. And there's just no emphasis on the product itself. And then therefore what that does is it just brings all these people in uh, and everyone's making money just from referring people and not from the product itself. And it just, I don't know, to me, that feels like you're building a house of cards that just isn't going to last. And the MLMs that do last, in general, they have fantastic products. And to me, this balance is a little bit different. And so in this case, like, you know, I, on our site, and, you know, if you're on our email list or even our podcast here, like I use and recommend a lot of products that have referral programs. Mm-hmm. And so that referral model works. And this is yeah. what all the MLMs are doing. They're right. using that referral model because it works. But it is always a big red flag to me when all they're talking about is the actual uh, how much money you can make by referring people like, right. rather than the thing itself. And and I think especially with something like this, where it's like this is a uh, potentially revolutionary product that we have here, like with the banking things. And I, and I watched the, you know, the promotional videos and the informational videos. And it's like, it doesn't give me any of the details about the actual bank account itself. And I'm like, <laughs> how are we just skipping over this? Yeah. It's like, I would never open a bank account anywhere else without knowing all these different things. And they're just like breezing right past that. And it's like, well, here, we're going to tell you how much money you can make from it. And, uh, and not just the reward side, but from referring people. Mm. Uh, and, and I understand that that's what more people are interested in. But to me, again, that feels like it's setting up as a house of cards that just isn't going to be all last. Right. So uh, that, to me, is just a big red flag. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. That, no, that, that really resonates with me, which I don't know if I... I don't know if I would have saw it that way, but I think that makes a lot of sense because the people that you hear talking about it are the people that are trying to sell it or they're trying to get other people to sell it, right? They're the ones talking about the product. Yeah, in which that's the world that we live in. So it's Mm -hmm. not exclusive to MLMs. Like every influencer on Instagram is doing the same thing. Like every financial advisor, like uh, in many cases is doing, like it's just part of the world we live in where everyone's getting a kickback for everything. And so that's why it's so important to be listening to people who you trust. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, because this has been something from the beginning, like we've been involved in referral programs and affiliate programs, but like earning your trust has always been the top priority for us. And I like, we have literally passed up probably a million plus dollars of potential Mm -hmm. referral commissions and affiliate sales. And like, because your trust is more important to us than us just pitching something that, I actually don't use myself. I actually don't really think is that great. Or you don't um, fully understand. Yeah. Like, I just don't talk about like that stuff. Like, some stuff I feel like you've, you've, you like, I I understand it, but I feel like I need to test this out a while longer before I can recommend Absolutely. it. And I've done that because, multiple times. Because it is so important. Because, and yeah. I, I think you are a little bit of a, watchdog is the wrong word, but maybe big brother in this area where you're just like, people just get taken. I remember... When I, when we first got engaged and I, you know, brought you my shoebox full of credit yeah. card statements, you know, and we started talking about our financial lives and how to do all this. And you looked at one of my credit card bills and you were like, they're charging you 25% interest on this. And what, it, and it, the, the interest was more than the minimum payment, so, yeah. in yep. other words, so you were I going would backwards. Your balance was getting to bigger. To pay this 
minimum payment, and my balance would just continue to get bigger. So you could never actually pay the thing off if you were paying your minimum payment. Which right. is just and I and I've like since, never I've since understood <laughs> that they've, they've changed those rules and that's not allowed. But the point is is that yeah, how many people just get their credit card bill and they're like, Well, I'll just pay the minimum payment. Like they think that's what you're supposed to do. But mm. even now, after they've changed the rules, like a lot of cases that's it's still gonna take you forty years to pay it off or something insane. But for like, you know, a hundred dollar pair of shoes that you end up exactly. spending seven hundred dollars on. But oh my gosh, it's hard. Yeah. But anyway, I, that was just one of the things that you were like, Mm-mm, we're not doing this anymore. And I I had no idea. And so I feel like you've always just had that like, you you know, you hate to see people taken advantage of yeah. in a way that just makes them, put them, puts them in a bad position. So yeah. And I've, I've just felt like that's my role. That's my, that's the only value that I add. Like there's no point <laughs> in my mind just being another talking head, just saying things and just pitching people products that aren't any good because I can make money off of them. Right. And so, again, so we like could that's probably where, make a lot of money with this thing. That's where it comes down to. Right. I mean, yeah, we have a big audience. Like, and yeah, so that's where it comes down to me. And again, I'm not saying everybody who is talking about this is just doing it for the money. Um, I think right. there's a lot of people who genuinely think it's a great opportunity. And we just that's happen fine. to have a differing um, opinion. Yeah. And because of that, I'm not going to override how I feel about it just to make money. Right. All right. So we're going on some tangents. Let me get to red flag number two. <laughs> number two. Okay. This is that you have to pay fees to actually make money. Okay. And so, you know, looking at, um, again, their breakdown here. So in order to actually make money from referring people, you have to pay $495 as a one-time payment. And then you have to pay $50 a month and then a 10% service fee. So this is just a lot of money that you have to be paying first in order to actually make any money. If you want to refer people, you have to pay $500. And then $50 a month and a 10% service fee. Um, and so... And and what like so that's like the owning a branch office thing or whatever like the normal membership is twenty five dollars and you get some Z box for referring people but we'll get to why I don't think that that's that big of a deal or that much of a value add but they're like if you if you really want to make money if you they wanna, can't you call wanna... them dollars and they have to give them a different name I feel like that's a red flag right there anyway yeah. go ahead so you I'm know so the pitch sassy. is if you want to make a lot of money with this by referring people you need to own your own branch office. And the problem with this to me is thinking about this as a business owner, okay? So I'm a business owner. I want people to refer our stuff. There is no way in the world I would ever charge you or anyone else money to refer my stuff, to refer our products. <laughs> so we have an right. affiliate program where you can come sign up. And if you've gone through one of our courses and you're like, yeah, man, I loved their 10X course. That really helped me. Or I love their Real Money Method course or the True Financial Freedom. And you want to refer people, we will pay you money to do that. And you will get a commission every time you refer someone over to it. And we were glad to do that. But the, the idea that I would ever charge you money in order to refer people is just insane. It makes no sense, right? Yeah, and I think that's a good question to ask of like, can you imagine any other business doing that? Can you imagine yes. going to Lowe's? And them doing that, or mm-hmm. I don't know, where else do people shop? We just went to Lowe's today, Trader <laughs> Joe's, or you know, I mean, any other business. Yeah, and so, and just for context, uh, we have been, you know, we've been doing this for 15 years. We've been part of probably a hundred plus referral programs or affiliate programs, and I have never had a single one that made me pay money to be able to refer people and earn money by doing so. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the only reason in my mind. Um, and someone is welcome to give me a better explanation on why they're doing this. But the only reason in my mind 
why they would actually do that is that they need those fees from people in order to cover the cost of the Z-Bucks and the rewards that they are paying out. And if that's true, then that's where this is getting into Ponzi scheme territory. Okay, I'm not calling it a Ponzi scheme, but I'm like, that's moving in the direction of Ponzi scheme, where you're taking money well, from one person in order to red, be able to pay the next one. Yeah, it's the red flag. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And again, okay, maybe I don't fully understand everything, but from the outside looking in, thinking about this as a business owner, that doesn't make any sense to me. And the reality is, is that a lot of these people, well, I, I would even say 90, high 90 percentage, 98% of people, let's just say that, who are paying that $500 are not going to be able to refer enough people to earn back the money that they just invested. You know, I don't know if it was Stell and Dot or one of them, but there was some MLM that we were looking at where it's like you had to buy like $1,500 worth of product yourself just to be mm -hmm. the thing. And it was the same type of thing where it's like, it wasn't us. It was somebody else asking about it. And, and it's the same thing where it's like they're making all their money by making right. the affiliates or referrers pay all the money to do it. Because yeah. most of those referrers are never going to refer more than one pe uh, person. Like statistically, like if you Google this and dig into this, re realistically, most people who sign up for an MLM are never going to refer more than one person. And so that's a lot of people spending $495 and then $50 a month to earn very, very little money. Yeah. So, and I remember when I did sell Stellan Dot, I was like, I am going to try and earn out my advance, and that's it, or uh, try earn and out earn out cost, what I yeah. what I put into it because I really just liked the product, and I was like, this is fun. They'll give me a discount if I sell it, and so my I was like, I'm just going to sell enough of it to people who like the product also and just want to buy a piece here or there. Yeah. And then I'll earn back what I put into it and then I'll call it quits. And that's exactly what I did and it worked out great for yeah. me. Yeah, so the third but I, one. But I didn't do it by bothering my friends. Is that a whole other thing? <laughs> yeah, we've written about, about that, that too. Yeah, don't, we've, man, I mean, we've, I was we've like, if you friends. want something great, if you don't, that's fine. Like I said at the beginning, I don't have an issue with MLMs as a whole. So I'm not like, you know, casting a dark light on all of them, but. There's no doubt you have certainly, if you're in one or not in one, you've met people who are like, man, you give them a bad name. And we have lost friendships over not joining someone else's MLM who was a friend of ours. Like this happened, I guess, multiple times. It's like, we're really good friends. They join an MLM and then basically pitch it to us. And like, yeah, if you don't join, you're dead to us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how is this possible? <laughs> like, I'm trying to imagine like our business like me going, hey, you know, we have this course. It just might be helpful for you. And then it says, nah, not right now. And I'm like, you're dead to me. I'm never going to talk to you again. Like, <laughs> it's just so absurd to think about. We but, would have lost a lot of friends along the way. Yeah, it's like, anyway. All right. So the third red flag to me <laughs> okay. is that these Z-Bucks are not worth what they are claiming that they are worth. Okay. So again, these Shroot Bucks or Z-Bucks, whatever they're calling them. <laughs> um if you don't know what the shroot bucks are, some of you know what the shroot bucks are and you're cracking up over there and uh, you're like. It was a reward system from the office. It was, you know, yeah. this one guy became the manager. His last name was Shroot. And he was like, if you do something good, you will earn one shroot buck. And it's like, what do I get for one shroot buck? And he's like, if you earn 50 shroot bucks, you get an extra 30 minutes at lunch or something like that. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like, this is just, okay, whatever. Anyway, so if you ever hear us making a joke, and you don't know what we're talking about. It's probably from the office. I'll just leave it at that. Well, probably, yeah. Probably. All right. Anyway, so, all right. Okay. So they claim that the Z-Bucks are worth one US dollar. Okay. And the truth is, like, they can claim that they're worth a dollar all they want. 
but uh, I don't think that they are, and I'll explain why. Okay, so I'm going to use an example here. Let's say you were given uh, the option of having a $500. No, let's just say it this way. You have been given a $500 Chuck E. Cheese gift card. <laughs> Okay. I already love where this is headed. Okay. Chuck like, E. Cheese. What, would you rather have that or would you rather have $500 in cash? Oh, $500 in cash. Okay. Why? Well, because their mascot is a rat. <laughs> okay. What's your second reason? <laughs> right. Because I, I can only you can spend- You can do more stuff with I can it? only spend that money at Chuck E. Cheese. I can't do anything else with it. Right. And other than- So if I need to buy groceries- other than buying, like going to Chuck E. Cheese, like I don't want to go more than once a year. Like other than going there, well, that's a stretch. One time with our kids, <laughs> I think one time buying pizza life. and soda and spending fifty dollars. Like what the heck do we do what, with the other four hundred fifty dollars? So now we're in this position where we have the this Chuck E. Cheese money that we have to spend there, <laughs> and so four hundred fifty dollars of it. It's like what are we going to do? The only thing we can do is start buying junk that we don't really need to use it up. True. Okay, because yeah. we can't use it on important things like groceries that we need. Okay, so it's just not as valuable. And so we're gonna go buy Chuck E. Cheese t-shirts and and let the kids play Chuck E. Cheese games for eight hours or whatever the thing is, uh -huh. um, because we can't. Well, it's not okay, a real but value I, was, to I mean, us. I was watching this thing with you, and where, can't you buy gift cards? Uh, yeah. So that's a whole nother thing that I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out all the different pieces of it. But in this specific instance, in terms of these Z-Bucks, like, I don't, because this is the other part of it, like, uh, there's just a lot of things that they're not clear about in the communications of it where they're intentionally being vague mm. uh, and not, you know, so even the, the examples that they used in the thing, they said, well, this actual thing isn't available, but we hope to have things like this in the future that mm, you can buy. Yeah. And, like, those types of things. And, and so that's where all the gift card stuff is really, really squishy to me. Um but anyway, in this case, I would rather have $500 cash rather than 500 Z-Bucks, okay? So that's the kind of first point that we'll make here. But but even still, fair enough. Like, everybody has rewards programs. Like, that's fine, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but the problem here, like, using an example of what I kind of think these value might really be, okay? So in the, tutorial, or the video, the informational video I watched, they showed... Uh, the this flash sale thing that they do okay so where you can use z bucks to buy some items in this example they talked about these uh re aviator sunglasses that look like ray-bans the brand but they are not ray-bans but they are not uh or at least according to what i see here it just says sunglasses in a ray-ban font but it's <laughs> that's not, what i was just thinking but it's not ray-bans it's a ray-ban font <laughs> and so i think they can fool us and so Ray-Bans, like I bought a pair of Ray-Ban aviators and they cost over $100, you know? So yeah. they say the retail price of these is $120, okay? And you can use for these things 120 Z-Bucks, okay? So that makes you think, all right, well, that feels like one-to-one. Z-Buck is worth a dollar, okay? Like that makes perfect sense if you're just looking on the service level. But the fact is, is that you can buy Ray-Ban knockoffs for way, 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 way cheaper than $120. Like $11? No, less than that. I went over to Timu and I looked and I found them for $7.48. They don't look much different. The exact same shape, exact same metal and rubber thing that goes over your ear. It's like it's the scratch resistant. It's probably definition. the same sunglasses. UVA, UVB protection. And you can buy them for $7.48. Okay. So, and, that, and that's someone making a profit on these. You know, so if. 
whatever. Um, Z-Bucks. If Z-Bucks, like if they're actually getting these at cost, like those glasses might only be $3. And so essentially what you're trading is 120 Z-Bucks for $3, you know? And so my point is, is that I don't think they're a dollar for a dollar. Like once you actually right. look at the items that you can cash out, um, this is my hunch. Again, I haven't been in there and this is all outside looking in. And like, I don't know if I said this at the beginning, but I really do hope that I'm wrong about this because this could be really, really cool mm -hmm. if I would love to be wrong. I would absolutely love to be wrong. I'm not just trying to um, be critical of something because I, I want to be critical. I actually don't like doing this. I don't do this very often. But uh, Well, we do it at home. We do <laughs> it at home? <laughs> Your cooking is terrible, hun. <laughs> not true no i'm talking about we do we we pick pick things apart a little bit yeah just for the sake of seeing if it really is what it is yeah yeah so anyway uh bottom line i don't think these z-bucks are worth nearly what they're promising right because i think they're using this strategy to find items that are really cheap throw a really high retail <laughs> price on it make you think that Oh, my $120 is turning into $120 over here. we got to look at and, this comment, um, which Diane says, it sounds like you can get Chuck E. Cheese prizes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here's a plastic spinning top <laughs> for five Z-Bucks. No, I mean, and to be fair, like from what I saw in the video, there are a lot of, uh, well, again, like that's part of the problem is they're super squishy about what the things are you can actually redeem. Now, they did talk about travel and stuff like that, but again, like you got to remember, I don't know what that entails exactly, but we have been offered some free travel. Um, you were just telling me about a thing uh, a couple weeks ago. Yes. They were going to send us down to this really nice hotel. We just had to listen to a sales pitch for an hour, um, and it was going to use two hours. But yeah. yes, but the point is, it's like there are ways where you can work that out. And, and I'm not saying they're doing that again. This is me speculating on some of the stuff. But all I'm saying is, I don't think it's a dollar for dollar. I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> All right, but I want to get to the fourth red flag. I just keep flag. thinking of new uh, Chuck E. Cheese prizes, like a Chinese yo-yo or the finger trap or... All these things that come from China made for three cents type of thing. But anyway. Uh, yeah. I think Diana's got it, but... <laughs> it's, just, it's just a funny comment. Yeah. Anyway, okay, number so, four. Fourth okay. red flag. This is the big one for me, to be honest with you. Like, and once I saw this, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Nope. And this is because the founder, this guy named Richard Smith, um, he has a pretty suspect past. I will just say that. Okay, so he was charged with Pretty securities. Sus, as our kids would say. Yes. I love to call everything sus. So in 2010, <laughs> he was charged with securities fraud. And um, I pulled this directly from an article talking about this. It said the charges pertain to Smith running two Ponzi schemes, which authorities claim Smith defrauded consumers out of $11 million through. Um, Whoa. So again. Can. Can you tell us the difference between the Ponzi scheme and MLM? Because if I'm being honest, those are synonymous in my brain, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. No, they're not. I mean, I, you could have an MLM that is a Ponzi scheme, but a Ponzi scheme is based off, I don't know what the guy's name was, Charles, Charles Ponzi or something. And basically, he ran this big thing, uh, and this is maybe maybe 100 years ago, 80 years ago or something, a long time ago. Oh, wow. And that's why I was named after him. But basically, mm -hmm. it was, I go collect money from this person and then give that same money to this person. And so you're never actually generating money. It, it always you're requires it new around. people to come in in order to fund the payouts that you're making. So normally okay. it, it revolves around investment. So I think Bernie Madoff was, uh, I think he did the same thing 
where he's like, oh, I got this investment club. You come join me and I'm going to give you 15, 20% returns. Uh, and everybody's happy as long as they're getting their money. But as soon as the new people dry up, then it's like the whole thing comes crashing down. And so... And um, is the uh, the person who starts it, are, are they making a ton of money from this? I mean, presumably, yeah. It's like yeah. if they're smart. I mean, they're, they're not smart for doing it, but if they're at least a smart bad guy or a smart crook, yes, they yeah. should be making a lot of money on it. There was a whole okay. lot of this going on in the crypto DeFi space last year. Why um, is it that I'm thinking that that is the same? Because uh, it can why? be. Because it only because it can be. It can be. No, okay. I, I wouldn't paint a blanket brush and say it's well, usually a Ponzi scheme. Like, do they use the model of an MLM? Uh, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Well, no. I don't know why I think that. Yeah. Maybe it's because my parent, the way my parents talked about it, it was confusing to me or something. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, thanks for clarifying. Yeah. So even if I'm the only one <laughs> that thought that. No, you're not. You're not at all. But. Um, okay. So. He was accused of this. Yeah, he was charged with securities charged fraud with and it, not accused, running charged. two Ponzi schemes. Which, again, my point is just that I see that it's like I'm out. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know anymore. Like that's enough for me to just back out. Like I right. don't have any interest in being involved with something that ten years ago this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like maybe he changed. Maybe he found Jesus and he like legitimately has changed his ways but like it's just too it's it's too too close close. like when you're a recovering alcoholic you don't go into a bar and when you are a business owner who's been charged of running ponzi schemes and schemes and defrauding people of 10 million dollars you don't go start another business that looks like a ponzi scheme like it's just (laughs) like yeah if you're gonna start a business just go the opposite direction no, I mean, yeah, you go open a restaurant or something where it's like right. just really clear and easy. Like, it's just not. Yeah, that that yeah. is that is a red flag. So anyway, again, like uh, some people I've been again, a lot of emails. Some people are asking, is this thing a scam? I don't think it's a scam. Like and so if you joined, like, I don't I don't think you need to be worried. I don't think I don't think it's a scam in that way that they're going to run off with your money. I just don't think it for me. I'm, I'm deciding that it's I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's beneficial. And I, you know, my prediction is that a year or two from now, um, it's just not going to be around. Most people will have quit and um, moved on and realized that, yeah, it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. That's what Mm. I'm, if you want a prediction from me, that's it. And again, I would love to be wrong. And I really, really hope in a year or two, you can be wrong and that this whole thing is so much better. And it's like, they're actually giving cash rewards and you can just go to Amazon and buy whatever you want with this. And it is one-to-one and it's a hundred right. times better than the normal banks and all that stuff. Like I would love, 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 love that. Nothing more mm-hmm. than that. But um, anyway, those are my four reasons why I'm out on it though. Yeah. And I'm out too. Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> so, and again, like I have friends. Mostly because I, if you're not going to open it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And like I said before, yeah, I have I friends using the program, uh, and I, I've t- texted them and told them, like, let me know how it goes. Like, keep me updated. I'm yeah. really curious. I want to see how it plays and pans out. Yeah, well, yeah, um, and people you respect. It's not even just friends. It's like yeah. I, you actually respect their opinion. You respect what they're doing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. So, yeah, bottom line, I would just say if you're happens. considering joining, um, just be discerning. Mm-hmm. Do your research. Be wise. Like you can read up more than what I've talked about here, you know, and pray about the thing. Like just like you pray about everything. Yeah. Pray about where you invest your money. Pray about what things you participate in. Like 
why not ask God? He knows. Yeah. He knows. He's the only well, one who knows right now. And if nothing else, I mean, I think it's good to just have the counterpoint to, okay, well, you know, let's let's not go into this expecting it to save the world <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, let's just go in with the eyes wide open and yeah. see, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, that is your, I don't know if it's a PSA. I don't know what it is, but just again, like I feel Big like it's my duty and obligation to share my honest opinions about this rather mm -hmm. than um, just nodding along in agreement when I actually don't think it's a good idea. Like that's just my, that's my promise to you really is I want to be talking about this stuff just like I'm talking to my little sister. And if I felt this way, I wouldn't tell her, yeah, you should go sign up and um, <laughs> it's going to be great. You know? Yeah. Like, well, and I, I wouldn't think do the, that. The fact that you've had so many people reach out about it is yeah. why you wanted to just address it. Yeah. And again, I know there's going to be a lot of people who don't, have no idea what this is, but um, you'll probably hear about it soon. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right, I'll leave it there. Y'all yeah. have a great rest of your day and um, we'll see you next time. All right. See ya. All right, we want to know if you've heard about our flagship class called True Financial Freedom. Yeah, and if you haven't, it's more than just a money class. Mm -hmm. It's really about fulfilling your God-given purpose, breaking free from hidden money beliefs, and making a lasting impact. Yeah, and we've gotten feedback from students, and they've said things like, it is the first class I've taken where at the end of each session, I felt equipped and not burdened. Yeah, and it's less theory and more realistic action steps and guidance. We've also heard it felt like a conversation with friends, which is awesome. Yeah, and it encouraged me in ways I didn't think I would ever experience. This class is on demand, and it's designed for churches and small groups as well as individuals. And you can get all the details at seedtime.com slash TFF.